Welcome back, everybody. Today we have sophomore forward now, sophomore, Jace Howard. Welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, like I told you earlier, I've, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Uh, heard a lot of great things about you um, from Sandman and stuff like oh, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um glad to um, see that this, like, us Michigan basketball players doing our thing after college. It's, it's great to see. And um, thank you for having me on. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on and trying to get more former or current players. Had Hunter last week or two weeks ago. And it's just cool to do this podcast and like be more connected to Michigan basketball. Because I remember when I left, I was completely disconnected for years. So this is this is fantastic. I really appreciate you coming on. It's fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hopefully, I could um, be a bridge to the connection. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd <laughs> yeah, be good. Yeah. I appreciate that. What, what was what's gotcha. Sandman saying? Sandman, he's he's saying you're a character, man. He said you're a good dude, character. Um, I'm. It was it was during the season last year. I think it was when we were lifting before the game. He was telling us a story. On like like I I just remember him comparing Hunter to you. And uh, he was saying, say you guys are uh, very, very similar. Like, um, said you, Hunter, and Mitch had very similar, like, personalities and, like, um, like how you guys tell jokes and stuff like that. So that's, that's all I was able to get because, you know, we weren't able to see you guys last year. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, yeah, no, it's Sam, Sam, man, Sam is, he's, he's, that, he's a goofball for sure, too. So, yeah. He is. He is. I love him <laughs> since the day he got there. But, yeah, yeah that adds up. How's that been with the with the offseason workouts with Sam? And it looks like you've, I mean, you were no string bean coming in, but it looks like you've gotten you know, a little bit of change. Yeah, no, no, um, definitely. I've uh, I was the one lifting before and after games last year, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I definitely gained. Gained. I was a I was very lean coming in. Um, I was two hundred and like seven pounds. Oh, okay. now I'm up to yeah. Now I'm up to two hundred twenty five. So. Yeah, 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 no, it's, it's definitely been a big change in like how I've been just working out because I haven't in high school, you don't lift as much and um, right. just um, being in there every day, pretty much and um, grinding throughout last summer to in the whole season because I didn't play that much last year. So like I was lifting in the weight room more because they didn't have to save my legs for anything. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's been great. Um, Sam and I, we have a great relationship now. He's one of um the people I'm closer with in the or within the organization. And yeah, um, the results have been great. I'm, I'm very happy with everything. Definitely got the bounce up too. Love I was going to say, are you going to see you dunking on anybody? Yeah, no, no. I'm, I might catch somebody. You never know. Like I, I'm, I'm a sneaky, people don't really think I'm that bouncy because I'm more like a big like body, but like, no, nah, yeah. I definitely, I'm starting to get up there for sure. Um, no, I feel that. I, I respect yeah. that. I was the same way, but like, let it happen. It'll happen. That's what I'm saying. Just, just all it takes is one lane to be like to to just oh part like the Red Sea, and then, and then, then somebody's getting dunked on for sure. Exactly, exactly. So how's it feel now? We got summer workouts being a sophomore. We're coming up into fall workouts, coming into official practice. Like, have you felt a change with you within you? All you have felt it physically, but mentally. Yeah, the game has slowed down a lot. Um, yeah. I remember noticing that it did. And I remember my dad telling me that uh, he's, he's seen a difference in my game. Like towards, the, I remember it was right after the, or right before the Iowa game. So it's, um, 
I think that was late February. It took it took it was an adjustment in this in the in the fall because we didn't play that much in the summer. In the summer we didn't play at all actually um because of COVID they were super strict about how many people could be in the gym and stuff like that. Um, so uh, yeah, they were worried about how many people could be in the gym and stuff like that. And we only had, we were, at one point we only were able to have one per basket. So um throughout throughout those practices I was on scout team um being able to, my confidence grew a lot. Um. It, it, from from the time that uh, I got there to now, I was able to be guys like Aaron Henry and um, EJ Liddell, and uh, <laughs> so like uh, who else? Who else? That was pretty. Um, I, it'll come to me later. But those get like it being yeah. those guys be able to me and CJ killing it, Jaron. It was like it definitely helped my confidence a lot. And now going into the sophomore year, like I know my game more than I ever have. Nice. And um, it's it's definitely like it's it, it it's good to see the the, the development and um, see that the work is paying off for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'll never forget when I was in high school. I was on scout team. We were playing Eric Gordon in high school, and I was Eric Gordon that day. And I got to shoot every shot. I think I hit like eight straight threes. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This gets really gets your confidence up. No, for sure, it definitely yeah. does. It's it, it's that it definitely does. Uh, that's crazy because. Eric Gordon is not like a he's he's really a really good player. I never I never watched that much Michigan basketball while you were there because I was still pretty young. Yeah, yeah. But I remember checking out those games. I'm you 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 definitely had that sniper uh, the sniper rifle on you for sure. Out it there. was hot and cold. It was hot and cold a little bit, but it could get going every once in a while. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I no, see. I appreciate you saying that. Usually, I still got to get my setup. This is from college game day, but like. I have to put up my jersey just to remind people, like, yeah, that I did play there. That was real. So I appreciate nah, you, gotta, you appreciate you recognizing that. Gosh, you gotta let them know for sure. Don't let anybody forget. Exactly, exactly. So now that you you're getting into a comfort zone with yourself, with the team, you know, with your dad being coach and getting all that uh, under your belt, like this year, it almost seems pretty similar to last year in terms of like grouping a bunch of guys together that don't have too much experience and just kind of starting from scratch almost. And like, you guys did that before, like, does it feel comfortable or is it a little different compared to last year? Um, I'd probably say it's different in a better way. Um, last year, we, we weren't as connected at this time. Mm. We, we were always, we were, last year we were the most connected group that I've ever been with. But and that was not being able to be with each other in the summer as much and not practicing with each other in the summer as much as we did. But now I think it's. Um, I remember Kobe, Kobe um, Buffkin, one of the freshmen, he was saying, man, this this team's going to be really good because like we, we just click and like and it was like us in the locker room, like it wasn't even us on the court, like we're just a really together group like we're we look out for one each one another we're, we're we really like love each other we appreciate each other and we push each other so i probably say like comparison to this time last year and with our team and in our team this year it's we're definitely ahead we still have a lot of work to do in terms yeah. of that but i'd say we're definitely ahead of what we do what we were last year so it should be we should put it to the test this fall and um hit even bigger strides than we did last year. Is there something that you could point to, maybe guys stepping up leadership-wise or, like, examples of why it's different or the young guys buying in early? Like, what do you see as, like, the biggest differences? Um, I'd probably say uh, the sophomore class, like me, Hunt, Zeb, and um, T. Will. Because 
if you really think about it, there's only a couple guys older than us now. Yeah. Um, it's it's Eli, Brandon, Adrian, Jaron, and Brandon Wade. Like there's not there's not that many. Yeah. It's it's so we've had to like use our voices and like coming from it's just like a four month difference of coming from a team where you're the young youngest on the team. I was the second youngest on the team last year to not having to um, coach these new freshmen and tell them like about the drills and use your voice more, organize open gyms and stuff like that. So it's definitely, I'd probably say our class for sure. It's um, we've, we've had, we've accepted the challenge. Um, my dad, he, he, uh, he, he challenged us before the season ended after we had our exit meetings that we're all going to need to be leaders. Cause we have not only young guys, but we also have a new guy coming in as well. So it's like eight new guys total. And um, so it's, it, we definitely accepted the challenge and um, we're not, it's, it's not, it's not done yet, but we're, we're, we're doing so far so good with the, with our communication. Yeah, definitely. Especially with your class and the class below you, like to get that camaraderie going where they can hear you talking loud and being confident when you guys get to be seniors and juniors, like that makes a world of difference instead of like just one or two seniors screaming at everybody and nobody else talking or taking ownership. And I think that's, that's huge. I mean, is there, do you find yourself talking more in practice, like more comfortable? Yeah. Um, I'd probably say I am definitely more comfortable now. Um, it's, it's, it, and it's, it's not just like, I remember coach Phil always talks about not just saying stuff. He wants you to like say the right things and knowing what we're supposed to do now. So like, I've definitely found myself being more vocal and, and not just, being a loud person, but um, yeah. teaching the right things and um, making sure that what I'm saying is right because you got because it's, it's the worst feeling if you tell somebody what to do and it, it's the raw thing like you feel bad for the freshman, but yeah no it's yeah. Uh, it's definitely about saying the right things and um, just being being the best leader you can for these new guys so it's um, it's definitely been uh, a great opportunity for sure yeah. What have you been working on specifically like basketball wise? Like where do you see yourself developing? Cause I read something where you said you developed so much from this past year, being able to be on scout team and just play and find your game and confidence. Like where do you see that coming in the next year and, and, and uh, contributing to the team? Well, in terms of contributing to the team, I think defense was, is my best opportunity to um, help get mm -hmm. the team like um, in, in open runs. I've been picking like, so, cause in AAU high school, so I was always that guy that they put on the best player. So mm -hmm. just wanting to be able to guard one through four consistently. Yeah. So I've been guarding like um, Eli, um, DJ, and um, all those guys in in um, in the in practice, like picking up full court and stuff like that. So I feel like that being a glue guy, a hustle guy for us, um, scoring, hitting open shots, and stuff like that. But in terms of what I what I worked on most this summer was probably shooting because I didn't realize how much we shoot in practice in college. Like there was a, it, you shoot a lot more than you did in high school. And um, we, we, we have all of our shooting drills, you pretty much competing against the whole team. So when I'll be like in the middle or sometimes even like that bottom third, like that would piss me off so much to where the point where like now that the, the whole off season, even though we had great shooters on our team, like it still yeah. made me wanna get better. Cause I you know like it's the competitor and you, you don't like to lose. And you know, like you wanna at least be on the top. I didn't, I didn't care even if I was a freshman or like it, like it just, it was just that what you wanted, you know? Like, so I, I worked with um, this shooting coach that I know 
down from Miami. I've, I've worked with him my whole, pretty much um, almost my whole career. Um, Miami Heat shooting coach Rob Fodor. Um, shout out to him. So it's 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 been a lot. It's been something I emphasize in my game for sure. Yeah. What what are the we had the fifty and five. I don't know if you ever did the fifty and five that Beeline had that he made it infamous there. What's your guys' shooting drill like team stuff comparing everyone? Our most our our most popular one would definitely be three minute threes. Um, I heard about that one with Coach B, but we never did it. Um, but three minute threes. It's I think my dad took it from the Heat. Uh, it's pretty much you're shooting threes for three minutes straight, but you're moving like you you shoot and then like take two like steps towards the right, but like you're you're, you're pretty much jumping into your shot. And gotcha. I was scoring it all like the. 20 high 20s low 30s and i had it was like mike shooting like 50 and, and isaiah hitting like 45 and, and stuff like that Dang. and it wasn't like a bad score but it's like it, like you only missed like eight shots if, if the whole three minutes if you scored in the 45 so like yeah. it just made it just made it, it made you want to get better um it was definitely something that uh that that I wanted to work on. So yeah, just making sure I'm getting up like at least 500 shots a day or whenever I come in and um getting getting like even even if it's free throws and stuff like that, just making sure I, I'm perfecting the form, remembering the mechanics and stuff like that. So that's that's been well yeah. Dude, but three did. minute three to answer your questions. Yeah. We I mean 15 five like it got to like two minutes and I was like is this over yet? I, I'm tired. Like I <laughs> I hit about you know, you could hit like 25, 30 threes in like two minutes. Like, I'm feeling good. And then you just get tired and bored. And I'm like, this, I, I, I shot well enough. I'm done with this stuff. I feel like three minutes would have been my good sweet spot. So I appreciate that he does that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I definitely feel you on that. I remember um, Eli was saying that Duncan was a, a specialist in that drill. So, um... man, him and Nick Stauskas, they got like in the 70s. It was insane. That's, that, that's, that's very, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that level of concentration, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but you, you're looking to contribute more this year. Last year, you were, you are like, let's see if I can be like, give you like an honest evaluation. So you come in, you're like a freshman, and I'm watching, and you're excited on the sideline. And it's always hard to tell whether that kid is genuine or not, or like trying to give himself attention or just like, be a hoorah guy, but not a genuine, but like after a while, you're like, oh, this kid, Jace is like, he's genuine. He's like excited for everyone. You see it in like the way you tweet and the way you talk about people and just the way you conduct yourself. Like it's extremely genuine. And to me, to be like that energetic and genuine, like even like if I was doing it for myself is exhausting. Like how, how did you develop that? Is it supernatural? Is it something you found important early on or like where, where does that come from? Well, first off, I appreciate that. That that means a lot. Um, I, I yeah. try, I try to, like. But to answer your question, um, it, it's it was it was pure excitement because I was a Michigan fan my whole life. I, I like I know some players don't like to admit that they're fans or something and stuff sure. like that, but like I I really was. So it was just like, and now that I was grinding with these guys and um working with them and I I'm good friends with them. Like I, I they're my brothers now, and to see them do well and like. It, it was great and like it, it was it was just pure energy like I, I i'm a very energetic guy um 
uh, at first I, when I was younger, I was, I was very quiet, but now I, was, I got out of my comfort zone. And like, so just seeing these, seeing, um, my teammates do well, like, um, guys who push me in practice and, um, encourage, cause they encourage us just as much as, um, in practice or when we get in the game is just as much as I do or as we, as the bench does. So like, yeah. it's just like doing my part. And I remember it was the first Maryland game. And there was, as you know, there's a lot of trash talking that first Maryland game. Yeah. And we went into the we went into the game hearing that their bench won them the game, I think, against Wisconsin before when they went to Wisconsin and their bench was super rowdy and got them, gave them energy. So I was like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, this is this is the I took it as a challenge. Like Hunter had his challenge. Um, Eli had his personal challenge against a uh, Ayala and like those good guys. So my challenge was against the bench. That was my game. I had my, it was my job to win, get the bench routed up. And that's yeah. where everybody said the bench I was born. That Maryland game, it was um, going into it. We heard a lot that they're, that they won the game for, um, for against, against Wisconsin. And um, we were all like, it was, it was a, uh, if to give, to, to tell you the truth, we all came to that game with a little extra oomph to us. Um, Hunter, obviously, he wasn't happy about not being recruited by them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Terrence. Uh, <laughs> we they blew us out last year there, um, and that was the last game of the season. Oh. And and um, Isaiah, I remember him saying that that was that almost was his last game of his career. And because they, there was no March Madness, um, and so it was just super. And they were a really good team. So it was, we were really locked in and everybody had their part. Everybody was going to lock in, do their job on the court. The coaches were going to do their job for coaching. Even the managers, they had the best scouting reports and like made sure all the film was broken down. So I said, I bet I'm going to do my part. I'm going to make sure that everybody, we're, we're the loudest bench. And I don't care. Like it was borderline. I remember Coach Smith almost said he was scared I was going to get a tech because I, I was uh, I was really – I was really animated that day. Yeah. And um, that's when I remember the tweets came out after the game and everybody was saying that the bench mob really helped. And like, that's when people call, started calling us the bench mob and that um, the energy that we displayed was really helpful. And our players even said the same thing. So, and I didn't want us to have any downfall after that. Like, like how we didn't want our team to have any downfall in the, on the court. We wanted to keep that momentum rolling because, um, I think that's when we really just really um, saw that we could win the big 10, like mm -hmm. that game at Maryland. Um, it, we, we, we noticed how good we can be and how much potential we have and, and what we need to do to get to that point. So from like, I remember Northwestern was the next game, I'm pretty sure. And um, it was the same thing. They were a ranked team when we played them. They were, yeah. I think I want to say ranked higher. I want to say they they were um, pretty, if not, they were right behind us. And um, it was a big game for us because everybody thought that the Maryland game was a fluke and stuff like that. So we said, bet, we're going to do it again. So I, everybody was bringing the energy. Sandman started creeping over to our side on the bench and stuff like yeah. that. It was COVID. <laughs> he forgets how big he is. He's going to throw an elbow and, like, give a kid stitches. Oh, I have – oh, no, I got a story for you at Ohio State. I got a story for oh, you. Oh, hit me with it. Oh man, so this 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 man, so we're after the game. And before the game, my dad um 
he he said something to Sandman like, yo, you better be on our side or something like that. Cause Sandman went to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sandman was extra juiced up for that game. So, you know, everybody knows what happened. We won. It was a great game. Um, best game of the season, in my opinion. And we're in the locker room after, and we all started like going crazy, um, throwing water and stuff like that. Cause that was our first win there since 2014. Yeah, wow, wow, and wow. This man's so Sandman starts, he just jumps in like a madman into like the into the mosh pit, like our, our own mosh pit in the uh, in the locker room. And he starts pushing everybody, pushing everybody, pushing everybody. And he pushes me. And I think he just took it out because what my dad said earlier before the game, I think he just took it out on me. <laughs> and yeah. he, just, he just like, because it was the angle that I was in. He like shoves me. I go flying into the um, cooler. <laughs> <laughs> into the snack thing and everybody just starts cracking up laughing and like because i had nobody behind me to like during a mosh pit you know like usually there's people behind you to, to break your like sure, push yeah. but i had no like my angle was out he went straight to the cooler it was everybody was laughing brandon Jones was on the floor crying asian was crying everybody and they're like and my dad was like, yo, yo you gonna take it out on my son? And it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so funny. Man. It was a great day. We won, but yeah. So pretty much our bent, that's where it was born. And um, we took pride until to the end. So, and, and I yeah. don't expect any drop-offs this season. Um, even if I'm not on the bench as much as I was last year, I'm yeah. still, I'm still holding people accountable for sure because it's, it's, it's our culture. It's our culture from when we were down 30 against Illinois and we were in the game and our our starters are yelling defense. Yep. Like our starters were yelling defense. And that that was that that meant a lot, not to me, but it showed like just our culture and how how great we were and um how much they cared for us. Cause when you're you're down 30 against the and it's a prime time game, it's two versus four, I think, by at that time. And and we're losing, everybody's super pissed, embarrassed, and you're still getting up yelling for your players on the bench coming in and the reserves yelling defense and lockup like that was unheard of so yeah um it's part of our culture no it's huge I mean leadership can take so many different forms and like we talk about roles in basketball and we talk about it in a physical sense of like who's going to do what on the court but there's roles energy wise who's bringing energy and when are they going to bring energy and when the, when that person doesn't bring it who's the next person up and are other players going to accept player X's energy when he brings it? Or, you know, so it's like, it's this un, it's like these things that you really can't, you can kind of talk about it, but they kind of just have to fall into place together. And it seems like you guys had that kind of coming to Jesus moment last year with Maryland. And, and you kind of now can carry that over into this year and be like, all right, these are where the freshmen will step in. And these were the sophomores will step in and yada, 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 and down the line. And, I mean, that, that's just a great place to start because you guys will have a different different starting point talent-wise to, to mesh together. But, like, getting that together, I think, can speed all that up, it seems like. 1,000%. And, obviously, you being a college player, you know. And um, to add to your point, um, Coach B's, like, he recruited great guys. Yeah. And he recruited, like, great personalities. And, like, I know – it made my dad's transition a lot easier and the staff's transition a lot easier because of the genuine guys that um, he had left there. Yeah. And it was like, it, it, it makes, it, it's, 
it's not talked about enough how good that culture is because you could have a great team. And I think we've seen it a lot of time. I'm not going to name any names in college basketball, but we've seen it a lot where these, these really talented teams aren't doing as well as they're supposed to. For sure. And I think, I think it was, we were always shocking everybody if I'm not wrong in Michigan, like everybody was always super shocked of how we were in the season. Like we didn't get the enough praises we deserve, but we embraced it. And we always ended up as, and I, I think that's because of the great personalities we had on our team. I was learning from everybody. And just when guys like Luke, Austin, CJ, to Isaiah, France, like those guys, when they would like, you could tell when they're teaching you it was very genuine and they wanted the best for you. So I, and like, now I got to give credit to the staff, the new staff, like we're doing the same thing. We're bringing in good guys. And it's, 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 it's really a great, it's a big part of our culture. Like it's once you do that, it's you then then it then the winning and the gelling and the accountability and the leadership that all becomes easier because of how good the guys that we're bringing in. It's that's we're our program. It's nobody else, nothing else. So yes, no, for sure. And it it took time with Beeline, and yeah, he set up um, to make it a little easier on Juwan compared to what you know what Beeline stepped into. But still, like even with winning you know, it still takes time to establish all of that and then keep it going. So it's, it's, it's really cool. It's fun to watch and hopefully we can continue talking about that. I want to get into some more stuff before I get you out of here. It's been mm -hmm. so easy talking to you. So I appreciate it. I want to talk some, no some, rush. some NIL stuff. Um, and then we'll kind of end with a couple other things, but, you know, I talked to Hunter about it. He's a little more, uh, a little more reserved personality wise. They did give some, you know, some some interesting feedback on Michigan. But I, I wanted to ask you about you guys. We talked about the connectivity with the team and you guys having conversations between players. Like, have you guys had talks or maybe not as a team as a whole, but like individually with teammates about the NIL and and how you guys are going to move forward and what that looks like for you in the future or even in, in, in the present as well? I think the beauty about it all is we haven't talked that much about it. Mm -hmm. We're super – we have guys that are really not locked into that stuff. Sure. Like we, we really like it. It's, it's just an add on to playing basketball for us. Um, it's, it's like, we've obviously had conversations about it, brief ones of like, like how, how this is going to change everything and stuff like that. But it's never been like, I think the only person that like, that we really talked about like affecting was Adrian because Adrian's his platform is huge. Yeah. It's hilarious. And, yeah. um, yeah, and, and the amount of money that um, others in his platform, on his platform, making TikTok, TikTok is TikTok, a lot, TikTok. and he wasn't able to really use it until now. And um, we were able to see that he was, you like the amount of money. I don't, I don't want to. That's his personal stuff, but the, the amount of money that he made, like in just yeah. a short amount of time, was it was it was cool to see, for, especially for like one of your teammates, your brothers. Um, so we, we, we had conversations about that, but in terms of everything else, we've been locked in. Um, we really were, we're locked in on the team. Um, I know like obviously the MDEN has been having some stuff, like we were trying to get our jerseys out and stuff like that. But the only problem is, because I'm pretty sure Hunter said that um, Michigan, we can't use the Michigan logo to sell anything. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was the case because I thought that was the an NCAA rule, not a Michigan rule, because I know LSU and stuff could do that. And uh, just just an example, it's one school. Um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, we were we were just talked about as a team one time how we could figure out to sell to get our jerseys, like because not everybody's lucky as me and Hunter because 
they sell both of our jerseys in the store. Hunter because it's Hunter. Me because somebody else wore 25. I just, I just got lucky that um, so like I could get I could get jerseys for my family and stuff like that and through that. But um, not everybody can. So we wanted we talked about stuff like that. But in terms of nil, like I'm gonna be honest with you, we we've been locked in. I I think it's gonna pick up in the summer. I mean not the summer. I'm um, the fall and the winter when we start playing because that's. Obviously, like that's when the money the money really kicks in and all eyes sure. are on us. But um, like I said, we we've I, I don't see it really getting in effect uh, becoming a problem for us, even though that that wasn't even the case in the beginning. But uh, it's I just think it's a great opportunity for us, especially like some of our teammates, like like Hunter, Eli, um, Adrian, and stuff like that who have big platforms. And um, yeah, it's it, it's just good to see that like nobody's going to be struggling out here, hopefully. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's something I expected you to say. And also in terms of like college fans or cynics in general saying like, this will be a distraction or whatever. And it's like, Adrian was already doing TikTok. Like, it's not like, it's not like Hunter and Eli are making the shirts themselves. Like, exactly. And, it, and, exactly. and you guys are locked in, like basketball is number one. And so, you know, I'm hoping you can find some deals and some stuff and, and do and, you know, be able to get some of that money and that piece of that pie. Um, but it seems like you guys are doing it in a responsible way. And it seems like every I'm like the majority, if not the vast majority of college athletes would be the same exact way. Yeah, um, I think I'll, I think it was a big concern, like you said, when when it all happened and like the college, a lot of college um, college sports fans were concerned about how it would um, affect us. And I ain't gonna lie, I, I low-key have my concerns as well, not for our team, but just in general. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it the, the benefit far outweighs the risk in all of this. So um, I think especially we're college kids, like we really, we're here to win. Like we're, we're here to, to that's, that's how when everybody looks good, winning. So that like, you're not, you're, if you're winning and stuff like that, I think that the, the companies and stuff will come to you and uh, you won't really have to chase them. Like just, just uh, us, I think we got a, our, a large amount of our deals because of how successful we were last year. So putting in the, the recipe to be successful again, knowing what we have to do, having the blueprint, having um, coaches on our staff who've been to the final four back-to-back -back years, and 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 in a, a span of a couple of years, and have won. Um, that's that's the formula for all of this. It's it's just really to 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 lock in and and do what we're supposed to do. Because I know it's cliche saying, but everything fall if you do the right things, everything's gonna fall in place. And it's not always to a certain extent. Obviously, last year UCLA, but um, <laughs> it, it was uh, it, it definitely it definitely was better than worse for sure. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't hold that against you. Last year was one of the weirdest years of sports, let alone college basketball, I've ever seen. So, oh, that, for that, sure, that can't be fully, uh, fully held against you guys. But <laughs> yeah, no, even that you don't say that, I don't think all of us think that. We we still no, got. Well, that's good. You won't. You, <laughs> you wouldn't. I mean, I'm still. Re I relive all my losses from college and even high school. Sure. So, like, I get it. Like, it's, it'll never die. But I'm surprised you guys don't have like a, a bench mob bench shirt. Like, wh where's that stuff, man? It's on the way. I think it's okay. on the way. Uh, we, okay, we're okay. working on it. I, I've, 
<laughs> tell you the truth, I haven't been focused on it as much, even though sure. I've signed uh, like with Barstool and uh, signed with Lululemon. But that, those are those are pretty quick. Those are pretty quick things. So, um, but yeah, no, I remember I talked to the players chunk, Jason, about it. We're gonna see about getting some bench mom merch out there too. And it's it's not just for me. We it, it was there was like a lot of other guys on that bench mom too, so we could see how we all could profit on that and hopefully um, pick up from where we left off. Oh, that could be a Maze Rage favorite, even beyond uh, the Maze. That could that could <laughs> really. No, no doubt, no doubt for sure. It definitely could. It definitely could be a movement. For sure. Yeah, no, that'll be fun to watch. I would definitely buy that. That is for sure. All right. Appreciate a couple more that. questions. Um, you know, it's so easy to talk about like, hey, your dad is Jawan Howard. And like, I was wondering, uh, being a 6'7 kid and the son of an NBA player, like, wh which is worse? Like being asked in public how tall you are or being asked about being Jawan's son? Cause it's gotta be both just rampant. Man, that's a good question. That's a, that's a great question, man. Uh, I, uh, probably it depends on how they ask it because you're if somebody- nice You're so, you're too nice almost, I think. <laughs> I appreciate it because like, if they, if it's like a, a, a basketball fan or something and they ask how tall you are or, or something like that, they usually get, that, that asks some more questions, as you would know. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then like, you have the other side of like, when people asking about my dad, there, there's either quick, quick, like it's a quick conversation or that just leads into a whole chain of other slippery yeah, slope. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I watched your dad when he, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> man, yeah, no, uh, I was in the same, I was in this, I was two years before he came, and, but yeah, uh, uh, I probably, I probably say, I probably say my dad, just cause, just cause it's, it's a part of, it's my identity. Like it's, it's who I am. Like I, like I, I've come to, even though talking to my friend who, who's Jamal Mashburn, son Jamal Mashburn Jr. Mm. And, and Bronny and Zaire, like we all had these conversations on, um, how like it's it's like we hated it at one point because like that was how we were perceived and that was our identity we couldn't choose sure. it but when when we learned well when i i can't speak for them when i learned to embrace it um it, it's it was a lot it became a lot easier I, it was never something that really bothered me though tell you the truth because i it was always my life i knew nothing but that so right. i but I, to answer your question it's probably it's probably my dad just because it, it could it could it just goes into so many other questions like it's it's, it's never just that it's never just that no you like, you know like the one thing that I, I like probably learned the most from college basketball was how to do small talk really well and when you knew small talk was about to go into a 30 45 minute conversation and how to steer away from it so you're getting some good practice although you know, with the pandemic and everything, you haven't been seeing too many people. So you're going to get a, a maybe a rude awakening when like fans can really come up and ask you all the questions. Bro, I, I swear I was just about to say it. I was like, yo, we had the pandemic last year. I, I, yeah. I saw maybe four fans all year. But since the summer, since I've gotten back in like late June, it's definitely picked up. So I have not learned this. I, I'm learning the small talk how to get how to keep it and not get into the to the long 30 minute questions. I like. I got caught on a 
I, I don't because maybe I don't want the guys who 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 retired to be listening like if they're listening me to call them out. But I've been caught on some places where it's very very hard to escape. Oh yeah. So just just oh, yeah. just just to keep it you, brief. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> oh, use that. To you gotta use that as an opportunity to like learn and like how to talk to people and certain different personalities, how to escape those things, how to, and while still being nice, like I'm telling you, it's like the greatest thing, like the, the most like, you know, unexpected perk that I ever, ever would have guessed of uh, college basketball. So, but for sure, that's a skill I'm going to have to learn. And it's weird because my dad, he was always good at that. And like, I, yeah. I would be bad at him for being good at it. I'd be like, yo, he just, like, like they, they were trying to talk. You just took a photo or left or something like that. But yeah. now I understand. I understand. That was the same with my mom. She could talk and like find someone's life story and like just talk to them for 45 minutes. I'm like, mom, I want to go home. What are we doing? You're my driver. Let's go. But it's, it's valuable. So it's good. It's good to learn. Yeah, I see. But on, on to that point. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I want. I saw this. Did you watch the uh, the Spider Man uh, extended trailer? What was that? I dude, saw you dude, excited. I'm dude. excited. First of all, I've been waiting for this trailer since June first, when it was first reported that they were going to release it on Tom Holland's birthday. That so I've been waiting all summer for that trailer, and mm. <laughs> I hate to admit it. So when when they dropped the leak trailer, when the leak trailer. I'm in I'm in Mexico on vacation and I see like on it was trending in Mexico because my location switched Spider-Man far from I mean um no way home. So yeah. I see that I'm like, yo, this this is um this is like yeah, what's going on here? I was like, maybe some more news leak, but if it if it's trending number one in Mexico, there's a trailer dropped, right? So then I hear it's a leaked trailer. And I was like, yo, if they don't drop it by tomorrow, I'm not going to watch it. But if they don't drop it by tomorrow, I'm going to have I have no choice. Like, they can't do that to me. So, <laughs> so, so, so I was really trying, but I'm in a group chat with all my other nerd friends. And we just, and they're talking about, yo, I just want, like, it's crazy. Like, stuff like this. So I gave in. And like, I remember I was going like 10 seconds to like 20 seconds, like trying to stop. I was like, yo, I'm not going to watch anymore because usually in a trail like this, they reveal the good stuff at the end. Yeah. But I gave in and I, I kind of like watched it quick. So I really couldn't capture anything. And then as soon as it dropped, I was on the plane, like officially dropped the next day I was on the plane. And then like, I was so hurt because I had Wi-Fi on the plane, but I couldn't really watch the trailer. Like, you know, it's, it's like the, it's just Wi-Fi. It's not really Nothing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, it, it just, it was a, it was a lot. But talking about the actual trailer, I'm super excited. I feel like this is the first time we're ever gonna get a, a Sinister Six live action. That's something like I've been dying to see. Like ever since I've been in the Universal Spider-Man Studio Spider-Man ride in Orlando uh-huh. and seeing that's what they had. That's the the most Sinister Six I've ever seen, and it's like perfect. Like. Obviously, I remember most of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, it 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 came out after the first. It came out 2002. I was born 2001, but that was the first Spider-Man I've ever really watched. And then the Andrew Garfield, where I was, um, where I was, I was in, I was in sixth grade when the first one dropped, and like eighth grade when the second one dropped. 
And like, that was really like my Spider-Man cause that was my age. And then, um, and then when I, and then I get the, uh, Spider Peter Parker with, uh, Tom Holland. And it, like, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. It regards like, I also love Marvel and DC, but it's just been great. Number one? Not, I love Batman. I love Batman. Really? I love okay. Batman. See, see, see Spider-Man is easily top three. I'm debating with Black Panther and Spider-Man at two, but I think Spider-Man has Black Panther until we get more movies because, yeah. like, we haven't seen that much of Black Panther. But he's already, he, he slid into the top three. So it goes Batman, Spider-Man, Black Panther. But I love Batman. I love Bruce Wayne. And, like, I just... Like I've I've always I loved every Batman movie, even the Ben Affleck that people hated. I actually liked it a lot. Really? Like I, I I liked it because it was a dark Batman. Like I get a Batman beating branding dudes with like <laughs> like with like a, a hot like like it, it reminded me a lot of the the Dark Knight comic book Batman. So but yeah, back to Spider-Man. I, I really I'm excited. Obviously, if somebody if nobody's seen the trailer, I guess turn it off. I'm about to spoil something. But yeah, because when I when I saw that pumpkin um, grenade at the end, and then Doc Doc Ock, I was I was it's great. I did you ever? Uh, now you just talk about Batman. This reminded me of what I grew up on um, Penguin, like the like the 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 villains back in the day compared to now. Like I had Joker, like Jack Nicholas Joker, mm -hmm. and. I think even Jim Carrey Joker and Danny DeVito Penguin. Like, did you ever see Pe the Penguin? Danny DeVito play the Penguin, the villain in the Batman movie? Yes, and I was scared. Terrifying. I was, terrifying I, for a kid. I was, I was, I was young when I seen that, and he's terrified. Oh like the only he one was I wasn't afraid of was Carrie. The Rid I think he was the Riddler, right? Was he? Was he the Riddler? Riddler. Yeah, yeah, Riddler. Yeah, I, yeah and he was pretty funny. And Nicholson. By the time I watched the one with Nicholson, I've seen the Heath Ledger. So that one was our Heath Ledger had him be in terms of scary yeah. and stuff like that. But the penguin, yo, that um Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. yeah he, he was Wild, he terrifying. Yeah. He's yeah, no, he's terrifying. He's, he's, <laughs> oh I mean, like God. a little kid and like just like the the face and the teeth. It, it was too much. Yeah, yeah, he I was can... like and the stuff that he was doing in there too. Like I was like. He was just he was just scarring me. I I had I had a crush on um, Poison Ivy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh you go. so yeah. you've seen it all, man. You know you know it all. Yeah, I, I try. I try like if I if I'm a since I'm a fan, I'm a fan. I'm not I'm not as we say yeah. about like here, my dad says four feet in. I'm four feet in with a with it for sure. So yeah. That's good. I love it. I love it. Uh we'll take a little bit of a left turn and we'll finish off with this last question I asked. Everybody, um, all the alum. So it's usually four years of you know experience at Michigan and guys who carry lessons with them. And you've had one year, so I'm interested, for your perspective, what what is one thing that you've learned um, with your time at Michigan that you are you'll carry over the most into your sophomore year? Hmm. That's there's so many lessons. That's a, another great question. Um, I'll try to. Maybe I'll try yeah, to break it. Like. I'll try to break it in like a like maybe two or three in terms of one right. with like with like takeaway from school, like with the 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 fans and, and basketball. So school, um, it's hard because now my whole learning dynamic, I had to change it going into um freshman year with Zoom and now I have to change it again back to in-person classes. So but it's it's definitely given me a great um foundation in terms of what I need to do. 
um, like the maturity aspect of from high school to college has been something like it's just just knowing how big of a university I'm in and stuff like that and making sure that I carry the lessons I learned from last year into this year and like the habits I built and stuff like that because I don't I don't want any fall off and I try to apply however I do everything in life in terms of basketball we don't want any fall off from last year as a team we had a good academic year last year so we don't want any fall off there and in terms of the like the university um I uh I'd probably say the fans like when we were at March Madness that was the first time we really had fans we were able to have friends and family after the Rutgers, I want to say the Rutgers game was our first game. We were able to have friends and family or the Northwestern game. But other than that, we didn't have fans. Um, so when we were at March Madison, we, every game was a home game. Just make it short. Make it, every game was a home game in terms of we, oh, we, had, we, got, we outbeat the, uh, the crazy LSU fans. <laughs> we beat out the crazy Ohio State fans. And there's a lot of Ohio State fans, too. Like when we played them in the Big Ten tournament, they traveled, and yeah. just and just the fact when we were like walking out and we were able for the first time all season, like it shook me because I high school there's not that many fans, and like now I have we're walking we're just running to the locker room and it's like not it's like twenty five percent capacity, and and yeah. I'm like hearing the 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 roars for us. It's like even like I remember when I scored, I heard some roar. like that was the first time. Like it was, it just really shows you how big we are. And it, it kind of relates to my first answer. It's just like how big, how big of, how a part, like how much I'm a part of something big. And, mm. and, and that's yeah. like, it, it's, it's really, it's, it's cool to see it. And like, like alumni like you, like I, I watched you guys. And now it's like, I, like I'm doing a podcast with you. So like, it, it's weird. It, it's it's yeah. definitely shows how, um, how special it is. And, and lastly, with basketball, it's um, just play your game and um, have fun doing it because we had fun doing it last year. We, we really did. We that's it, it, it was therapeutic for us with not being able to see everybody and um, not being able to let, see our families and playing on Christmas Day and, and doing the countdown of New Year's Eve on the plane right before about to take off from Maryland. And uh, it, it was it was really it was really cool to see how how you didn't always have to be serious, but we were when, when it mattered. And um, it, it was just how much like we all meant to each other. Cause we were all super, like we needed each other. We needed each other more than everything. Um, like those three other guys, Terrence, Zeb and Hunter, where I stayed with and, and, and we all lived in the same apartment last year. Like, I feel like we're all gonna be close or at least like my good friends for the rest of our lives. And um, same with the the rest of the organization. Like it's like, we won't forget that, especially because the circumstances we played in, we, us winning um, and we, we beat the odds because we, we were not sure we were going to play at one point. So just that. Yeah. No, I love it, man. That was the most extensive answer I've had for that. And I, and I appreciate it. It has been, it's been so fun interviewing you and talking to you. And I hope we can do it again sometime during the season, get, of course, you know, mid-season recap or end of season or something. Just talk to you even more, man. This was—I didn't know That's how long this was we were going. This is like a—it was like an easy hour. So this is yeah. fun. I really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we'll get you back on for sure. I appreciate it. I'm excited. To, I'm already excited to get back on. Some somewhere got, like in January or December when it's like full mist. Oh yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> deep deep into the trenches for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got me hyped for it. It'll be good. It'll be good. But I appreciate you, man. Good luck with everything, and you know, take it easy, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.